seven is over. It hasn't started. It's back. It's Zach. Hi, everybody. I am Brooklyn Zed, and I'm here once again with my co-host, Adam H., to talk about another story in the Final Fantasy saga that never ends. We are here talking Crisis Core Reunion, uh, the remaster, I guess, of the Final Fantasy VII prologue prequel game. Uh, Adam, how are you? I'm doing so good, Zed. We're back. Uh, yet again, people said it could never happen. I heard the rumblings on the streets. No more was this podcast, but we're back. Uh, did you miss me, Zed? You spent a little time off getting, you know, zombie mushroomed or whatever. I don't really know what, what happened in that game with uh, Jess Sterling, and now you're back here. Yeah, uh, The Last of Us was lots of fun. It was also really stressful and sad, oh, um, but the podcast was a good time. Um, I've been play- I have been playing Crisis Core concurrently with The Last of Us over at twitch.tv slash hardrockhope, um, and it has been nice to have a game that is uh, not so aggressive <laughs> um, while, while fighting infected and being shot at by many different factions of people over in The Last of Us. Mm. Uh, but The Last of Us is done for now. Um, I will say right up here at the top that Jess and I will be back playing part two of The Last of Us around the end of May, start of June, once some other po- TV podcasts have wrapped up. It's a very hot time for TV here on Post Show Recaps. So let me say also right off the bat that you can subscribe at patreon.com slash postshowrecaps and join us in the Discord to talk about all of the TV, video games, movies going on here on the network. Um, any support is appreciated, but if you get to that $15 level, you get all the podcasts with no commercials. And as someone who listens to a lot of podcasts, that is like my favorite thing. So you're, you're not a commercials person. You like, you've never visited the, the Chumpa Casino. No, I have heard that, that commercial on RHAP like 18 times in a row in an ad break. Yes. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I, I haven't, uh, I have not gone to there. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I'd maybe recommend it. You could win big. I've heard Miriam won big. Uh-huh. So win it's, big. yeah, it's huge. It's a big thing. Not uh, the voices it's... of actual winners. No, no, uh... no, no, no. no. <laughs> but this is the voices of two actual winners here on the Final Fantasy podcast. Did you like that? That's are we winners though? Is that? I mean, is that? I, I think so. We might. Yeah. Be. Okay. Zach Fair definitely a winner, or definitely a golden retriever disguised as a human being <laughs> uh, that we are playing as here in Final Fantasy. Okay, I'm just gonna say right off the rip here. I already like Zach more than Cloud. Like it right did not. Rip. It did not take very long whatsoever for me to be like, oh my god, uh, a personality. Um, and it's not like necessarily that I enjoy the personality of Zach, but like. <laughs> He has one, and I appreciate that. So, like, you know, there you go. I honestly find him so annoying most of the time. <laughs> You're not you. You don't like a, like a golden retriever uh, type energy. As as a dog, yes. As a human, I find it exhausting. Oh no, Zach. <laughs> he is. He is so so. Enth- he has so many feelings all the time. Wow, uh, I did not peg you for this person who would be anti feelings. I'm not anti-feelings, but the level of enthusiasm I find difficult to to relate to. (laughs) 
my gosh. Okay. Uh, this is not what I thought that you. Uh, okay. I, I didn't expect you to like Zach very much, but I did not think it would be because he was like too emotionally expressive and communicative. Go, go, go. Let's do it. Okay. I'm ready. I'm yeah. feeling pumped. Let's mm-hmm. do some squats. I'm going. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He, we, we love uh, we love all those quotes from, from Zach, I guess. Or, <laughs> or maybe we hate them. Oh my god! Uh, this is like I've this spent is a lot more time with Zach than you have at this point. To it's be true. Yeah, I've only uh, I've only had the pleasure of spending like an uh, nice. I've only had the pleasure of spending like an hour with him at this point. So um, that's about how long I have put into this game thus far. Was an hour um, before okay. we even recorded a single moment of the podcast. I've spent over an hour of my life playing this game, which is yeah. you know a lot. I think. Uh, it does sound like a lot um i'm surprised it was that much time um okay. we are All this right. is kind of a, that's not a read i'm just <laughs> surprised you invested that much time in it this is a so this is something to talk about right here up at the top um i am nearly finished with crisis core i am in the final chapter of the game as we speak uh and still plenty of missions to do I think I'm 40. I think I've completed 45% of the game according to like the trophy guide. Uh, But I have nearly finished the game. Um, Adam has played the prologue in the first chapter. uh, And there has been a lot of discourse among my Twitch followers as to how much, what your playtime will be by the end of the game compared to mine. Oh, because I have been torturing myself with getting all of the trophies in all of the little side quests. And, uh, my my not so hot take in, is that in this game the mini games are not fun. <laughs> oh, as opposed to all of the other games we've played and those mini games, which were exceptionally fun, right? I yeah. mean, uh, truly, what what could be more fun than than you know giving CPR to someone on the beach, right? Like, there's there's no way that things could be more fun than that, um, or the little <laughs> Fort Condor stupid thing. Um, anyway. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we. I don't think I've like gotten to play much of the mini games. We did have the one, I guess, mission. I, I you know, I've still have a lot of confusion about some of the like mechanics and gameplay yes. that I have been seeing over the course of that hour that I've played. Um, but I do think like I, I sort of get the idea of the missions of you know things kind of being available that do seem like very side questy. Like, okay, I'm gonna press this button and then we're gonna like go do a, a whole separate thing. And then once we beat it, we get like a little little treat. We get a little treat yeah. for ourselves. And there are so many of those. Oh, uh, I believe. And you don't have to do almost any of them. I don't think if you don't oh. want to, you can just move on with your life. Um, of course, I'm not capable of doing that. Uh, and I notoriously, every time I start streaming, uh, I'm like, I'm gonna go play more story. And but you save at a save point, and the save points are where you can access the mission. So I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, let's just let's just press triangle and see what missions we can do first. It, you know, fast forward to an hour and a half later, I have not moved from that spot. Uh, I'm just clearing more and more missions. Um, so I think I was uh, like 15 hours into the game, still in like chapter three, but I was level 20 something because I'd just been oh. doing every mission that opened. Uh, and for the most part, I have been just like cakewalking through the actual game in terms of fights because I am so... Is that fun so... for you though? Like, yes. is that in... it's, fun, it's enjoyable? Like be so far ahead, they're just like, whatever, these fights Yeah, are let's nothing. just move on. I'm not... Okay. Listen, difficult... Okay. Difficult combat is not what's interesting to me about this game. And I don't think the combat is especially difficult or especially like deeply strategic. Um, 
I like the flexibility of the materia and equipment setups and the way that you can change what you have equipped pretty easily. Um, but we're getting into the, like the nitty gritty very quickly here. Let's talk some overarching. What What is this? Um, once upon a time, Josh Wiggler and I did a little bonus FF7 episode where he watched a playthrough of Crisis Core. I watched a playthrough of Dirge of Cerberus. We talked about these two games that are tangential to Final Fantasy VII along with, I think that's also when we talked about uh, uh, Advent Children, the sequel film. Um, Crisis Core was originally, I believe, released for the PSP, the PlayStation Portable. That's certainly how our dear friend Mike Edwards has talked about playing it when he was in high school. Um, And it follows the story of our friend Zach Fair. Zach, who gets mentioned in the original Final Fantasy VII as the actual uh, member of Soldier, all caps Soldier, whose identity Cloud assumes and whose backstory is what he's telling to uh, to Tifa and to his friends. And Tifa's like, this doesn't check out. Like, you were there, but that's not who you were. Um Spoilers for Final Fantasy VII, I guess. But uh, what are you doing here? Yeah. If, uh, if you haven't listened to it, listened to any of our coverage of Final Fantasy VII in the four times I've talked about it in the last two years. Um, so we're going to follow the prequel to Final Fantasy VII. And I will say that has been kind of the big joy for me of this game is when we get into the parts where the story overlaps with what we've already seen in Final Fantasy VII. It's very cool to see it from this other perspective to have more information to get to like interact with these characters that we already know, but in a different way. Um, But you're not there yet. You're, you're here being Zach in his earliest days of soldier right now. Very early days. I mean, we're still going through training. We're not even first class at this point. We're, we're, we're second class Zach. And uh, you know, we're out there. We're, we're being put on some important missions. We're, we're headed off to Wu Tai, like right off the bat. A lot of Wu Tai references here going yeah, on. Yeah, you should love this. You get yeah. to fight Wu Tai a lot. I, I mean, I, I guess, but I, you know, uh, I don't know. The, the, I, I could, be, I would be okay without a lot of Wu Tai in, in my life. You know, I fight them, not fight them. Let's just ignore them. Pretend they're not there. We also got there ridiculously easy. Uh, whatever, we'll get to it. But like, it was so easy to transport to Wu Tai, which makes no sense. I had to go all the way across the world. I mean, geographically, we were, yeah. yeah, geographically, this is ridiculous. We had to like fly over mountains. We were going across giant oceans in our little water plane. Well, like, we didn't have the resources that Shinra had. Remember? Yeah. Even I though guess. Shinra did have to come steal the tiny Bronco because yeah. Lord knows they didn't have a fleet of helicopters mm-hmm. and other vehicles. Yeah, we saw so many options of travel here, and it just whatever. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, good old Zach Flair. We we you know we're opening up. I will. Say say i love the opening sequence here again uh just like i did in final fantasy 7 remake the you know the dun, 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 dun. i yeah. you know, love the that music whole thing. is very talkative for yeah, sure it's really good as we're going throughout midgar um and we open on basically the same thing, right? <laughs> that we yeah. did Final Fantasy VII Remake of Zach going out. We're fighting a bunch of, all right, and, you know, they do, you know, uh, over-exaggerate. All right, these aren't Shinra troops. They're actually Wutai in disguise or whatever. And we're going, okay, whatever. We're like, fighting more Shinra troops uh, as we're going along. And um, they hit us uh, with a little bit of a fake out, a little bit of a psych right at the beginning of this. Because after our, you know, first encounter or whatever, 
it was a joke. It was a trick. It was a trap. Not 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 a trap. It really wasn't a trap. But uh, you know, it was a it was a trick. And so all of the stuff that we you know were doing was just a simulation. Even the freaking uh, uh, what is it? What the big creature with the, the horns? Behemoth. And behemoth. Uh, behemoth is a is a size, not a creature, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, in we, Final you, Fantasy. Did- famously a creature that shows up in all the final fantasy games. was it in seven did i just miss it or I probably uh, you probably just missed it yeah okay that tracks um you know uh and the fighting stuff was pretty easy at this point and so just you know a little bit on the mechanics here as we as we go forward because i have some questions um easy enough to move around the, the slash and hit is the basically the same mechanics as, as seven so nothing like crazy different there um why are we playing slots the whole time what like what what are what are we doing up there at the Chumba Casino playing uh, slots the whole time? Uh, I believe you mean the gold saucer. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, uh, this is this is one thing I want to tell you right off the bat. The game is going to explain so many mechanics to you. Um, at least fifty percent of which you have no control over, <sighs> and that includes everything going on in the DMW. What does it stand for? Couldn't tell you. Uh, up in the corner of the screen, where you're gonna have little numbers flying by, little pictures of people that you know. Um, sometimes it'll be summons. Um, to a very small degree, can you do anything about what's happening there? Yeah, so but- I don't worry about okay. it. So you just like, totally ignore it. I mean, I'm seeing like numbers flying around there. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, look, there's Sephiroth's face. And then sometimes the game will have the audacity to be like, all right, Adam slash Zach. I'm going to say Adam. I'm 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 Zach in this situation. All right, Adam, you're being very emotional right now about Sephiroth. So he's going to come up more. And it's like, emotions are mean? heightened. Yeah. What do you mean my emotions are heightened? How about I tell you if my emotions are heightened? You don't need, <laughs> you don't need to tell me if we're you know sliding through a bunch of these pictures here. Um, Yeah. So we're just like playing slots up in the upper left. And I guess like. The from what I've garnered thus far, uh, if they match in some capacity, we get a little bonus. We get a little treat of some kind. Yeah, it, it will trigger limit breaks, it will trigger summons. Um, when all the numbers line up a certain way, your material levels up, you level up. Uh, but literally your leveling up in this game is extremely arbitrary, which is really wild to me. It just happens uh whenever the numbers line up correctly. Yeah, that's it. What a, I mean, okay, that's pretty dumb. No, like that. (laughs) Yeah, no, it makes no sense to me. Um, And so I I definitely reached a point in the game where I was like, okay, is this something I, a mechanic that I can manipulate to my advantage? Then I want to understand how it works. If it's not, you're just giving me information that is not actively useful to me. And I'm not trying to figure this out. It's also um, distracting as it's like all of there. It doesn't stop spinning. It's like, yeah, it's you all, know, it's and, going, unless you, you fight an enemy who scrambles it and makes it like deactivate for the fight. That happens. Who, who cares? Like, I don't even, I don't even know what's going <laughs> on up there. They could be, I, I don't even, it doesn't even make a difference really. Um, I, I don't know, uh, especially as like, you know, if you've, if you've listened to our previous coverage of one of the many Final Fantasy podcasts, you know, that I, I enjoy going to Vegas. I like gambling. And so I see a slot up there in the top left. I'm like, Ooh, what's this? And then it just is so distracting. Cause then it's like, Oh, Adam, you're being murdered on the other end by, you know, friggin' fire thing. So I, I I'm, I'm either way out on this or way into this either way. It's like not good. And so I, you know, I, I'm not a fan of that mechanic, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. 
Yeah. The faces would, are dumb. Uh... Just give me the numbers. Why are the faces there? It's like a combination uh, of slots and guess who? Like, well, I don't understand why there's a bunch of faces rolling around up there. What because are they... the numbers make different things happen, and I think the faces also make different things happen, so it depends on the combination of the numbers on the faces. I That's really so don't dumb. know. <laughs> That's so dumb. Okay. Mike is going to spend so much time explaining this to you in the Discord. No, and you're all right, wait, no, 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 no. We need to, st- <laughs> you need to stop that before it happens. This is a direct message to Mike right now. I am not going to read all of the explanations. <laughs> I'm just telling you before you spend your time doing it, I'm just not going to read it. Because um, yeah. I'm sure it's they okay. ex- explain it in game, right? Like, I'm sure there's a way for me so to go much. look at a control and so like much. be like, oh, especially in my convenient mail that I have on me at all times. Oh, yeah. Um, never heard of a mailbox. Don't know her. So much um, so much mail on this flip phone. Yeah. On this uh, this handheld. Um, yeah. We, we, love, we love mail. Big proponent of mail. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's my overall thought on the battle. And then I do like the uh materia changes in terms of how i can use them doing like all one two three four like mid combat feels a lot better than having to like you know use my uh i forget what they actually called it in seven has it really been that the long? atb bar yeah i hate that atb bar that made that was honestly kind of dumb and i like the idea that like i can use it until i don't have any more of those resources available but it's very easy to access i don't have to like pause the game to do it um which feels good although i kept getting interrupted multiple times while trying to shoot ice at and i ifrit or i whatever um and so that was frustrating but i like the general consensus of like being able to use it uh just mid-combat instead of having to like you know pause down and stop so um i'm trying to think if there's anything else combat wise uh that's like worth talking about um i don't i I really don't think so i think it was just kind of the main thing with the you know just normal traditional combat as well as uh um you know being able to use uh that materia in that way uh it's a little bit more flexible so uh that's probably it on the combat and then we end this is just the prologue this isn't even the regular thing this is just the prologue at this point we end after this like big boss fight and we are um we meet uh we meet our commanding officer our mentor uh you know hbic angel <laughs> um welcome angel i you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna you know eliminate the idea right at the very beginning i don't have an attractiveness ranking yet for this particular portion of the game angel is kind of ugly i'm just i'm Ow. just gonna say it i am so sorry angel um i really really did not like angel but angel is the one that is training us he's our mentor welcome to angel and of course we work for soldiers, so we're in the Shinra building. Uh, we're on the here. soldier floor. Yeah, way easier to get in here this time than it was uh, in in seven. So yeah, you know, no uh, no climbing sixty flights. No of climbing stairs. stairs. That's great. Uh, we didn't have to you know hip hop all over the place. Um, and so then we go through all of our administrative nonsense, our you know seemingly first day of work stuff, which <laughs> makes no sense because Zach has been working here forever. Why have we not been registered in anything before this? We're uh, whatever. We have to go register uh, for missions because apparently we're new on the job, so we have to go register. For I these think missions. it might be that he's become like soldier second class rather than third class. He or was third like, before. I don't. I don't know. Do you think that the failed training got him to to second class? Oh, also, I guess I should say, uh, at the end of the training, Sephiroth comes in just casually 
what up? What up, Sephiroth? Nice to see you. Yeah, he's going to be around a lot, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, Sephiroth's just hanging out with us. He's just chilling. Um, and he, like, basically stops us because we're not the hero yet. So, you know, a major upcoming arc for Zack, I suppose. But Sephiroth's here. He's involved, except not, like, really involved. It was just a hologram-type situation. So, whatever. Uh, welcome to Sephiroth. We get our missions. We register for our missions. And as, you know, we said before, um, whenever we're at a save point, we just, we just get those missions. We can do missions great we only have one that we can do before it's just like the basic whatever kill a bunch of people and then we're done did it yeah, easily basic not training hard. yeah not hard get it done we get a little elixir or something i think and then great um uh there's also some like cubbies for us which is pretty cute uh and then we uh <laughs> open those cubbies we got a little bangle which uh, you know a lot of this game loves bangles i you know uh, that's it's a very yeah. common defensive iron bangle diamond bangles copper mm -hmm. bangles mm -hmm. bronze bangles yeah, yeah. all the all the bangles um there we go we got there and so uh our biggest thing right now is that we are sent on a mission to wutai that's our job we are going to wutai because question mark um <laughs> there's a war yeah i mean this is like the big final fantasy 7 thing right is there's just always been a war with wutai a war with wutai not sure why not sure what's going on not sure why sending a one young zach fair is going to help all by himself all by himself is going to help with this war um yet uh it i i guess it's 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 going to so i don't really know um and the person who talks to us about this is uh, our, you know, fourth character we meet here, Lazard. Um, uh, Alan Lazard, <laughs> shout out uh, Green Bay Packers right there. Um, I hate the Packers. But anyway, Alan Lazard is there. Uh, <laughs> and he is he's the actual one in charge. He's just sitting at a comically large desk uh, <laughs> that is, you know, like a big projector screen up in front. Um, and he's just he's just sitting there. He's not like doing anything or typing anything. He's just like hanging out right right by us right by I mean, the mission i think that's room. what bosses do right they don't actually do anything they just sit at a big desk and like look at a screen and act like they're working i mean i guess that's what i try to do but i i'm not a boss of anybody so that's you know that's the tough part maybe one day um we all aspire to have a desk this big i would love to have a desk this big i have such a tiny desk and it's like actually kind of unfortunate i have to have like a little side table for my second monitor do you do like concerts there like npr uh no i wish one of these i would love to be at a tiny desk concert um i've been like watching the six tiny desk concert nonstop just because i've had that song stuck in my head because i did a period of it on the daisy jones and the six podcast with sarah and marissa the other week so anyway um <laughs> a little mid pod plug right there <laughs> um that was so many things connected together yeah, it all yeah it's all like right there <laughs> everything is connected said um just like lazard is telling us that the wutai stuff is connected whatever we have to go to wutai angela is coming with and then for whatever reason lazard is also coming with so i guess we I guess we can't say that he's just like a boss that sits by and does nothing because he does come um the underlying story here uh is that a I forget the name of the first class guy who basically deserted soldier and took a bunch of second and thirds with him. I don't know the names, but they're, you know, that's the whole thing is that there's some, <laughs> some, uh, uh, some evil stuff happening. There's some treachery betrayal, betrayal, yes. betrayal, um, betrayal all over the place. 
but also specifically Wu Tai. <laughs> yeah, chapter one is called Embrace Your Dreams. Chapter two is called Betrayal. Oh, wait, question mark? Like, we don't know. Yeah, like, with a question okay. mark at the end. <laughs> okay, Betrayal? Uh, we'll find out, I guess, in chapter two. I didn't get that far. Um, so we're into Wu Tai. We get more battles coming up just against random Wu Tai people. Uh, who just appear out of nowhere. So I will say, I am not a huge fan of how we get in and out of combat. Activating combat mode. That's I don't need to hear that ever. Like, that is so okay, dumb. Okay, well, get ready for the next no, I, uh, many weeks. I know, Zed. But, like, they also just pop out of nowhere. And it's not like, it's not like we can see them upcoming. I, you know, I did like that about seven because I, you know, you can see them coming. You can kind of like mentally prepare yourself as like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, get in position. I'll, I'll sit up a little bit. Usually my hands have gotten pretty lazy on the keyboard and the mouse up at this point. And so now, you know, they're combat activated. Um, and it just is, is terrible. And they just appear out of nowhere. Even when you're like with other people, like there were multiple times where I was with Angeal and they're like, he just kind of no effed off. Helping. Yeah. yeah, and it was just like, all right, Adam, deal with this. It was like, all right, whatever. Uh, so we get to Wutai. We are, you know, uh, killing people left and right over and over and over and over and over again, just all throughout the city. Kind of feels bad for them. Um, then we get to a mountain of some kind. Mount Ramblin. Mount, Mount Tamblin. Tamblin? Whatever. <laughs> what if it was Ramblin, though? That would be pretty cool. That would be a lot. Yeah, of it's Mount Tamblin, and then we're going into Fort Tamblin. Is that like a name? Is that from something? Like, are we. I, I, I don't think so. Was that in Seven? I don't remember that being in Seven. No. Only okay. Fort Condor, no Fort Tamblin. <sighs> is Fort Tamblin better than Fort Condor? That's the, that's the, that's mm. the question. I think so. Fort Tamblin has like secret walls that turn around and stuff. That's true, but Fort Condor has some really clunky ways to get on different <laughs> floors. <laughs> so, I don't know. Fort Condor uh, has a place you can rest in it and that's stores. That's true. I suppose Fort Tamblin does too, if you just kill everyone and then take a nap. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, anyway, we get to Fort Tamblin and we're just killing people. Like that's, that's, I mean, that's literally it. The whole objective here is to kill a ton of people, infiltrate, and then kill more people. Um, on the outside, we had to kill like 45 friggin' guards and then shoot fire at a bunch of them up on the roof or whatever. I I don't know why they needed to spawn so many people. Um, whatever. Uh, we killed a bunch of them. Just so many of them. I felt like I never stopped hacking and slashing. Uh, and then once we got inside, they were like, all right, Adam, Zach, Zadam. Uh, could we use Adam? Is that, I mean. Zadam and Zed? Zadam and Zed. I don't change. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, all right, they were like, "All right, Adam, you have to kill all of the people in here. Make sure you look around secret corners and be observant. Don't miss anything. They're hiding, even though they're all going to come out. No, they're kill really you. not hiding. They're not even remotely hiding. But you have to get them all and be careful about it. So go. And that was it. That was the whole thing. We are trying to provide a distraction. So." question mark i don't i didn't really get the i didn't really get the point of the distraction uh we were someone was doing something blowing something up i don't even know why we're here um like are we trying to take something we're we trying to kill people i know there was the betrayal and treachery but like are they here is that the i don't know i couldn't tell uh, why we were here yeah i am often not totally sure in this game why i'm doing things um but we are we're just part of the the battle against wutai for midgar i don't know yeah okay 
Well, and eventually we you're going to you know. fight the enemies Wu and Tai. Oh, wait, did <laughs> Vaj, that happen? Vaj, uh, how to beat Vajradhara Wu and Vajradhara Tai. That, that's the boss fight. Were those those things in the big tent? So probably what was happening anyway. Uh, and um, this is where you're going to get um, the summon Ifrit, I believe. Oh, no. Did that not happen for you? I mean, okay, hold on. Let me, let's, let's just keep going through it here and see if I missed anything. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So we keep traversing through Wutai. We're in corridors. We're in hallways. We're not doors are switching around and we get kind of nearest to the end. Um, and who should we meet? Who should we meet in the middle of a war zone while we're casually walking to fight bosses and murder hundreds? Yuffie is here. <laughs> out of it's nowhere. Where, this is where she's from. But she's a child, Zed. Correct. She is, she is a child. A child. Which, uh, also, the timeline of this is a little confusing to me, but whatever. I, uh, that part, like, doesn't super matter. I don't Five know years we... later, she'll be an adult. Yeah, that doesn't track. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, she's a child. She just comes up here and she, like, does some, like, fake sword swinging. Why <laughs> did we not just drop her, like, right <laughs> right away? Like, she just came out of nowhere in a war zone. She's from Wu-Tai. I guess, like, we don't kill kids here, which is, a, you know, a very good, a, a good thing in, in practice. But, like, oh, my goodness. Why is she out just, like, roaming around in the middle of Wu-Tai? Um, and, like, Zach is, like... Uh, flirting is what's the word for flirting with a child that's not like romantic oh no 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 no. it's not not like actually it's like he's he's being very he's being like very playful with her uh uh, in this one which is like so out of care i guess i shouldn't say out of care not for zach i have no idea what his character is at this point but like it just it makes no sense for like okay let's kill like four guys right over here and then walk like a couple feet over here and then talk to this kid and be like playful um whatever welcome to the game Yuffie, I really hope that you're not here for very long. Um, plus, you're a child, so I really would doubt that you're here for very long regardless. I don't know how long we're going to spend in Butai, but I hope it's not that long. Um, okay, Yuffie's here. Great. Then we go inside this big area. The central area is 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 what they call mm-hmm. it here. Um, very creative creative name. Like, <laughs> they, really, they really did a good number of this. Listen, um, if I understand where I am, I'm good to go. It doesn't yeah. need to be something fancy. Well, I didn't understand it when, at the beginning of this, I got a call on my handheld, because I, <laughs> we are very accessible communicative, communicatively. Um, and they were like, go to the central area. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, go to the central area? The area that's central. Go yeah. there. But Zach seemed to fully understand where the central area was. He was like, got uh-huh. it, boss. Uh, you got it. Um. Anyway, good. Good for you, Adam. Um. And we go inside. And is this where this is the Wu Tai fight happens in the central area? They're like the yes. big things with chains, where they like you know gearing up for some big stuff there. Uh. Okay. I I didn't even realize that this was called like a Wu Tai situation. Like I thought this was just like a random boss fight that would happen. You know, in the middle. Yeah. Of Wu-tai. Vajrahada Wu and Vajrahada Tai. Okay. I guess. Well, yeah, I, it sucks for them because I guess we just murdered Wu Tai. Is that I mean, if you, <laughs> if I, you know, depending on how we want to look at it, um, they also introduced a new mechanic here where they are like charging up for abilities, and if I hit them enough times or hard enough while they are charging up for their abilities, their ability does less damage or hypothetically does not go off. So correct. Um, 
interesting mechanic. I don't know if I'm like in love with it at this point. Um, I like the idea of like being able to weaken an ability or something like that, but also you don't have the ability to dodge what happens afterwards because they right. the the amount of cutscenes mid combat is a bit much. Um, yeah, after a while, I started skipping them. I want to see them like the first time. Yeah, and then I'm moving on. I think I skipped five or six of them in the street fight later that we'll talk about. So uh, I was already done. I don't need to see the same thing 12 times. Um, so whatever they do that. Uh, my strategy here was just to focus one completely and kill it and then do the other one. I didn't like try and do them both simultaneously. It was just one at a time. Uh, didn't use a ton of materia either. Uh, they also, I do like, um, instead of, <laughs> instead of little old Chadley giving us our well, assess materia, they just tell us straight up, hey, this boss is, uh, a, you know, resistant or vulnerable rather to a specific type of, um, like magic damage. And so, you know, good for them. I don't, I don't suspect we'll see Chadley this game. So rip to him, I suppose. Or maybe he's not born yet. He was <laughs> pretty young. he's not born yet. Yeah. Not, yeah. uh not a created hologram yet um you're telling me chadley's not real <laughs> what or is he wait a minute what are you <laughs> what you're telling me chadley is fake i forgot you didn't complete the thing so you didn't get the scene oh god this whole time i thought this was like a real dude you're telling me he's, he's not. Oh my god! I don't want to hear any more flack for me not loving Chadley. You're telling me I love Chadley so much. Unbelievable! It's Chadley's not even real. I mean, oh. he is real. Clearly. Oh my god! I. You gotta be kidding me. Um, I'm I don't feel bad on. about spoiling you. You were never gonna accomplish no, all of the things never. that had to be done to get that cutscene. No, absolutely not. I might go watch a video of it later though, because this is this is devastating yeah, news. You need to go. You need to go learn about that. But, oh uh, my god. Okay. Yeah, here when you're fighting, if they have a weakness, they just put a little elemental icon next to the name of the enemy, and you know that's what you fight it with. Um, and if you die, you can restart the battle and they'll even let you check your equipment first so that you can change it so that if you have perhaps learned about a weakness, you can, uh, exploit it on your second attempt. Yeah. Uh, which we, we love to see. I think that's a, you know, I like that system. So boss fight happens. Great. Um, we defeat the bosses, but also we somehow lose. So I don't really know how that happens, but we totally defeated both of the bosses. And then they just came back to life and were about to murder us in a cutscene that I couldn't control. Um, and then Angel came in and saved the day by one shotting them with his sword. So <laughs> not sure where he was the whole time, if he has that kind of power and ability, but I guess thanks for showing up. Uh, after we already beat them. So good for him. Good for Angeal, I suppose. Uh, we should also note, as you mentioned, um, Angeal's sword, that Zach does not yet have the Buster sword. No. He has just a different uh, regular long sword um, with sort of a Gladius uh, cross guard. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I don't know what it is, but it's not the Buster sword. I don't even know not what yet. those two words are. So... <laughs> um anyway <laughs> he's got he's got a sword that's how you know that's, a, yeah. that's as far as far in details i can even go um and so great angel's there to save the day and uh then 
we uh, meet Lazard yet again. Zach is so proud of himself after he kills him too. He's just like, uh-huh. you see that Lazard? I did it. Like he, you know, he really is, you know, getting into himself there, which is, you know, good for him. We love that kind of self-confidence. Uh, I aspire to that level of, of self-confidence for Zach, I guess. Maybe that, that needs to be part of the Zadam profile. Like we can, you know, figure that out there. Anyway, uh, we're meeting with Lazard. We go back and we're kind of like running him along a trail to get to safety. Also, again, randomly, there's more Wu-Tai people just, like, uh-huh. out there trying to kill us again. Or are they Wu-Tai people? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, there's a really ridiculous side quest later that I would almost guarantee you won't do, where you have to go find uh, these Wu-Tai people who are disguised as, like, Midgar residents. And when you um, when you find one... And they go, ah, oh, I've been found out. Or like, I've been made. Uh, they run. And usually they run, like, behind a car. And when they come out from behind the car without slowing momentum at all, they've completely changed their outfit into, like, a Wu-Tai, like, fighter costume. Um, and it just made me laugh so hard every time. Nice. Um, yeah, so we're fighting more Wu-Tai people on our way to save uh, save uh, Lazard. Great. Okay. And Jill decides, okay, I'm going to take this group. You go on ahead with Lazard. Don't even worry about it. Don't worry about me. You just go on ahead. It'll be fine. Even though you're going to come back for me, it'll be fine. Just go. We don't need you. We don't need you anymore, Adam. Get out of here. Whatever. We go. We take Lazard. And then there's just some random Shinra troops. Not that far ahead. We're just like, all right, well, you guys got it from here, right? Even though I'm like specifically designed to be yours, like, you know, uh, bodyguard for this very purpose you like random shinra troops that we can absolutely murk in zero seconds you guys are probably fine to watch Lazard. <laughs> and i'm like yeah okay that tracks let me go back for angel because he's probably struggling with the three different wutai people that were back there okay and we head back and angel is just gone he's out, he's out of there he he dipped he was taken he was murdered i don't know he's gone nowhere to be found but you know who is there um ifrit yes freaking uh, uh the dragon uh fire thing ifrit uh who knows how this happened or what is even going on here but ifrit is a, is a summon so you know relatively familiar with summons throughout you know the other uh-huh. final fantasy games at this point i don't really understand how we got to fight ifrit or like how that worked or why we were fighting ifrit but uh, we were fighting Ifrit because we went into the fire realm. And then yeah. there you go. <laughs> I believe in the game, Zach says, a summon? Who called it out? Yeah. <laughs> Zach's not sure how Ifrit got here. Yeah. I really, honestly, I would have loved the line of just like yelling out, hey, who summoned this? Who did it? Uh, and, you know, we have no idea who did it at that point. But also, how did we get into the summon? Like, it wasn't really summoned. Like, because it's not like we were fighting it in the forest there. If anything, it summoned us. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, we were fighting you free. I died a lot of times on this fight. I did not do well uh, on this fight whatsoever. It did way more damage than I wanted to, and I had not really gotten accustomed to the healing of it all. Mm. I kept hitting the wrong button, and so I would poison it instead of heal myself. <laughs> and so, you know, just had to figure that out. But, uh, you know, yeah. once I once I kind of got that down, it was it was decent. And then using the ice was was big. That did that did a lot of work. I will say one challenge of like the flexibility of the materia setup is that I do sometimes 
press the wrong button when I've moved materia around because it's not always you're always using the same buttons, but what are on the what are attached to those buttons are not always the same thing. Yeah. Um so I've sort of like picked a slot that is always where my healing materia is and a slot where my like AP activated like sword mechanism goes. Uh but and then magic goes in the other spots. But it does change throughout the game. So I'm still pressing the wrong button sometimes. Okay. That's comforting. So I'll still be making that mistake for the next however many months. Right. I mean, it's fortunately not that impactful. Like you get resources back really quickly in this game. The fact that anytime you stand on a save point, you're fully, all of your stats are fully healed makes things a lot easier. Um, And you'll reach a point where as you're fighting, if you finish the fights in certain ways, it restores some of your stats oh. as well. Okay. Um, so I have found that resource management is not an issue in this game, which is a nice change for me from either FF7 Remake in hard mode or The Last of Us in general. Okay, we love an easy game. That's huge for me. I love not having to worry about stuff like that. Okay, so there was that. We were fighting Ifrit in the Fire Realm, and then we just left. I don't think I actually got Ifrit as a summon, though, at this point. That you might, because I think you maybe said that earlier, and I like don't, I don't think I currently have the ability to summon Ifrit. I don't know if that's like something else that has to happen. So but... you don't get summon materia. Oh. It just goes into the DMW. Oh, and sometimes oh, oh. summon mode gets activated and then a summon will show up in the slot machine. Oh, there's nothing that I love more in a game like this than a random chance dictating how well I do. That is excellent. No notes. So good. Um, amazing design. That's just impeccable. Yeah, um, I mostly just like you can't rely on it. So I don't. Um, and I would say largely when those, when things come up to help you from the DMW, it's, it's really gravy more than it is. Cause you can't count on it as a strategy because mm-hmm. you can't control what's going to show up there. So I do love gravy. That is, that's for sure. Um, yeah. I, Cause there were like a ton of times during that every fight where I don't even remember who, I think it was Sephiroth's face where I kept getting Octo Slash, I think is what it's called. Yeah, that's his limit break. Yeah. yeah it happened like five times during the every fight of just like it just kept coming up at different levels that didn't, I don't know. Like, I don't even. Yeah. And we can't control the levels either. And I couldn't tell you what determines what level it's going to show up as. Um, what I will say is right now you're going to get more of the same things because you have limited uh, DMW options. Like you've only met a few people. Um, that will expand over time into more varied uh, results. Yes. Um, okay. Well, you know, good for us, I guess. Uh, and yeah, I don't currently have Ifri, but I have to imagine that because we fought him, there's going to be a way to get him as a summons at some point. Or maybe I do, and I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think you have. I think you have it. Oh, okay. Uh, Great. You can look in your game menu. Um, in uh, I think it's in options. There is a DMW comes up in the menu and you it'll show you uh, what pictures can come up in your menu and how many you're missing. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, we've only met like a handful of characters um, and uh, they've all they've all been men up to this point. So that's great. We love to see two chapters full of just men. Um, you know, I mean, I can only think of uh, two 
two women who are going to join the DMW, three, maybe three women who are going to join the DMW. Out of like uh 20 25 (laughs) in that neighborhood oh okay cool yeah that's that's nice and balanced um love to see it that's just perfect uh okay so then just like before just like in the wutai fight we we won the fight we did everything we needed to do to win conflict resolved we did it we did everything the yeah she even said conflict resolved which is so annoying because the conflict like from where was where is this voice coming from yeah, maybe this is our own internal voice. What if this is like Zadam's conscience? Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. We're in it like a simulation within a simulation. Oh, it's all a simulation. Yeah. What if, what if at the, yeah, at the end of the game, that's the twist? And, you know, that'd be, that'd be a pretty big twist. Like wakes up and takes the helmet off. and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he sees, you know, Cloud and Tifa and Barrett knocking on the door <laughs> to the training room. They'd be like, all right, yeah. get in. We're going. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so just like before, the conflict was completely resolved, and yet somehow Ifri was still alive and woke back up and was about to kill us, and Sephiroth came in and saved the day. I'm just going to put it out there. It is not a great look to have our main character be able to defeat the first two major bosses and then basically have them lose and have to be saved by another character in the game back to back. I don't understand why we're doing this consecutively with big boss fights. Like give me the satisfaction of actually beating the boss and not have, not have to be saved by friggin' Sephiroth who I couldn't even tell you how we got into this summons world in the first place. <laughs> Makes no sense. I like the I, this felt re- honestly it felt like pretty bad at the end of chapter one to be like okay I didn't actually do anything <laughs> like I kind of got myself into a bad situation and then had to be saved twice in a row like that's such a bad look and uh, I don't know like I I beat them both like I did everything that you wanted me to do and still uh they were just fine they just woke up and were about to kill me and then got one tapped by you know people coming to save me twice in a row like maybe one time okay but do we really have to do it for both times ed yeah this is a frustration that jess and i talked about actually with a section of the last of us where like several times you had to get through waves of enemies and you would finally do that only to like walk out a door and be caught by somebody in a cutscene in a way that like you there was no controlling it that was just like the story was that you were going to get caught and that is really frustrating when you've like accomplished this thing, especially if you've had to try to do try it several times um, and you do it and then the game goes, OK, great. And then in the story, you fail and uh, someone has to come rescue you. It's like, well, then why did I just go through all of this if ultimately someone else was going to solve this problem? Well, and they could have even done it because I died multiple times in that free fight, like I said before. They could have just done it where, okay, the first time you're about to die in this fight, then you actually get saved because then it actually feels like I got saved from something. Whereas right now it feels like, okay, not only did I not really like accomplish the goal that was in front of me, but I also like, I shouldn't have needed to get saved at that point. So maybe like right before I'm about to die, then Sephiroth can come in and actually save me in a situation where I need saving as opposed to before when uh, I got that health bar all the way down. So you know, come at me, Ifrit. This is, it's ridiculous. Yeah, worst of both worlds. I had to do it over and over until I succeeded, and I, I also, succeeded I nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even get to succeed, so that feels pretty bad. Um, but Sephiroth is there. He's he's in the mix. He's involved. Um, his picture, uh, or you know, looks slightly different than it did in 7. I can't place exactly what the difference is, but there's something, there's something different. He's not quite as, uh, 
mysterious i think he doesn't have that aura of like oh what's going on with you there's no there's none of that going on and i i want there to be that going on and so that's you know i'll do do a deeper uh, comparison of the pictures at some point because uh there's something missing yeah well i think part of the difference is he's he hasn't uh gained all of this knowledge and like self-importance um and like oh i am genova i am the planet the planet is me um like ego that he has in final fantasy seven we will get to see that happen Mm. uh in this game um but right now he is like the best soldier first class he's the one that everybody looks up to but he is you know quote unquote just a soldier first class not this like worldly being that i think he kind of elevates himself to a little later yeah, he's he's very self-important, but also like he is very important. Just giving the story yeah. of Final Fantasy VII, so like I, you know, not to not trying to like take that away from him in any sense here, but um, you know, he he certainly has that ego on him. Um, okay, so we're also then able to just miraculously get ourselves out of the of the fire realm just easily because we beat Ifrit somehow. Whatever, it's fine. We're out there, and Sephiroth is like, oh, where's Angeal? Zach, you know, I don't know. Uh, he's just back here. Just, just yeah. Zach. People appear and disappear a lot in this game, so like yeah, it doesn't feel like something place. to be worried about yet. Yeah, it's a, he's probably just fighting three more random people. You know, some somebody in the set was probably combat mode activated, and that's where Angel is. Okay, so I don't know, but he's gone, and Sephiroth is like, oh, he betrayed us. He's a traitor who betrays. He's <laughs> he's he's a traitor. Yes, a traitor. betrayal, betrayal. Question mark. Um, <laughs> he, <laughs> Angel has betrayed us, and so again, we're kind of told about this nebulous idea of one of the other first class soldiers, you know, flipping and deserting on, uh, you know, Shinra and Soldier, and taking some second and third class, and apparently, Angel was was part of the was part of the revolution um and uh you know zach is like no can't be angel wouldn't do that i know him and sephiroth is like he he's a traitor yeah zach is very loyal he will always believe the best in everyone no one could possibly ever do anything bad the end yeah and and so we are um more or less left at the end of this chapter being like okay Where's Angeal, number one? And number two, is he a traitor who betrays? <laughs> that is that is what we will uh, have to find out coming up in, in chapter two, betrayal? And uh, yeah, so that, you know, basically that is more or less the end of the chapter, but they still do this stupid thing, which I hate so much, where they are putting us in a giant cutscene at the end of the chapter that puts us at the start of the next chapter. I just want to finish the chapter and be done. Don't they understand that this is how people podcast about these games? No. Um, they don't. So I did, I did see the They do the give scene. you the opportunity to save at yes. the end of each chapter in this game, which is nice. But uh, once I get out of the save it just goes on to the next screen yes that is also true so like I don't, but you okay. could just turn it off and you'd be mm, at the, you would I have guess saved I could. okay maybe i'll do that next time but i didn't up, do it this up to time you. um anyway we got just the you know last little bit here of the of the cutscene for the next chapter to kind of cue us up here we're gonna obviously go looking for angel he's very important 
I guess he's a he's a he's our mentor traitor. He's a betrayer. Um, I don't know why the it's very funny to me. So um, he we're going to look for him, and also you know who's coming with us? You know who's involved in the mix here? Our good old buddy Sang of the Turks. Yes, which means there's a chance that we're gonna get rude involved there's a chance if we're seeing there's the turks if we're seeing the turks i just have to imagine there's a world where we see rude and those those glasses Whew. <laughs> it could happen it could i don't know i'm just saying it's a possibility um so we're gonna look for him uh also we get like a million more missions <laughs> i saw like the thing flash up. yeah like, you go out you step missions. on the save point and they're just like flying up the side yeah. of the screen like beep, oh, yeah. beep 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 unlocked 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 <laughs> new mission available new mission available yeah um, uh i am curious though uh you know you said at the top of the podcast there's some you know uh, some conversation about how many hours i will put into this game plus how long it will take me do we have guesses it's like is there is there a guess as to how many of these missions i'm going to complete how many of them that i you know am am going to actually do uh i don't think i've been given any concrete guesses yet um i think here's what i will say you don't have to do i don't think you literally have to do any of them other than that like initial training mission that they have you do Mm -hmm. um but it is beneficial to do some this is kind of how you grind in this game because there's not nearly as much like open world wandering around random combat there's a little bit of that uh but this is sort of how you're gonna gain resources like materia and accessories and stuff um and be able to increase your stats so that fights will not be incredibly difficult forever okay um so do some but like you know when you're like okay i'm bored that's enough of that then go ahead and move on um there are tons of like side quests also in the game, but again, how much of that you want to do is up to you. Uh, I do those not are like recommend- on the story, not like a on the story. On the- okay, those are yeah. Like so if you look at the map, um, God bless a game that has a map. Um, the Last of Us does not, <laughs> and it was a challenge. Yikes. Um, but if you look at the map and you see the little uh, like reddish brown orange uh, squares, we keep calling them triangles, but they're definitely like diamonds with exclamation points in them. That indicates like an additional content, whether it's just like a conversation or it's a full on side quest or you talk to them and that will unlock some more missions. Um, but always helps to be kind of checking for those things along the way because uh, it can gain you some good stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see. I think everyone kind of knows how I traditionally play games, and it is not to complete everything to 100%. It's about yeah. the story, baby. So, you know, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And that's, I'm willing and that's, to do whatever you tell me to do, but, you know. No, you will enjoy this game a lot more than I am, because I <laughs> am uh, making myself miserable getting these trophies, and I yeah. wish I could stop. That does <laughs> not just, seem fun to me, so... It's not... <laughs> oh okay well as long as you're willing to admit it uh yeah no i'm well aware i sit on the i sit on the stream on twitch and i'm like you guys this is not a good time um but at least i have people there with me in solidarity as i'm yelling at robots and trying to collect materia on the ground in 15 seconds and do various other silly things that you you won't do okay um 
I mean, a bunch of these mini games you'll have to do one time, but you can do them once and move on with your life and yeah. and not have Why to do them. Why would you do them more than a, once? Uh, to get the trophies. And the trophies, simple, they're like a... It's like, just a completionist urge in me, Adam. Oh, and knowing okay. that they're not completed bothers me. Mm, yeah, I can't relate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You are very blessed <laughs> to not be afflicted with the completionist curse. Yeah, happy to just, you know, move move right along, pretend it's not there. <laughs> so. um, yeah, the great Mike Edwards, who is always in my streams, helping me out with uh, trophy guidance, um, says when he played this game originally as a kid, he was not trophy hunting. He just played it and it was much more enjoyable than now as an adult trying to get all the trophies. Huh. OK, well, so I, we're aware we're aware of what we're doing to ourselves. But, uh, you know. You, it I might be worse not... though Zed being yeah. aware and then still doing it that's Listen, I don't know I didn't say it was healthy oh, okay all right good <laughs> as long uh, as I'm not lying I think you'll have a good time I know that I find the the combat like activating combat mode a little clunky and I know I think you do as well um but I think you will like the the way the game controls and the story is wild it's like all over the place the dialogue is is nuts um once we get into like really into the meat of the game i think actually the back half of the game is stronger than the front half story-wise um especially as the timeline starts to overlap with what we've seen in the original ff7 um so it'll be pretty cool and the music is fun and i know you like that uh so we shall see what you think in terms of this game compared to the other final fantasy sevens you have played um but there's a lot coming uh did i decide how far you should play for next week nope didn't do that so we'll discuss that offline um and i will post it in the uh post show recaps discord if anybody wants to be playing along um this is available on steam which is how adam is playing it and on uh playstation which is how i am playing it um you still have a PSP kicking around out there that's uh where it came from originally um I think the remaster is really great though the graphics are beautiful it's a I believe the same voice actors so it very much feels like the same world as remake which is really cool um and we're gonna we're gonna get into it it's it's neat because I think not a lot of people played this game uh when it originally came out but ff7 is so beloved that now that the remaster is here people are really excited about it and talking about it a lot so i'm glad that we get to cover it and i'm definitely glad that we get to be chatting again (laughs) yeah uh you know i don't know about you are you get a a fun little foray over there with jess in the mushroom fields but i definitely missed uh the the weekly conversations about the ridiculousness that is these (laughs) video games uh don't say that because that makes it sound like we should cover final fantasy 8 <laughs> i yeah i, I have no idea people what that want it means, <laughs> people listen, want it said, sometimes we have to give the people what they want you know that's uh-huh. that's what i've learned in my time <laughs> okay. do people really want it though that's the you know they we'll do they really really they do, do. they really do yeah. okay yeah. well we'll get there we are just at the start of our crisis core journey here um we will play a couple more chapters for next week uh maybe two through four is my guess but we will see um i'm gonna take a quick look at the story beats of where all of that ends um but that's what we have got for you this week here on final fantasy 7 continues forever uh final fantasy forever i think that's uh 
podcast <laughs> survivor fiji forever final fantasy forever um adam you're a busy boy what else are you doing <laughs> yeah uh you can find me on twitter pianoman adam one also over at one describable podcast myself todd and lindy are talking through zoe's extraordinary playlist uh we're almost at the end of season one for that so that's very exciting and then we are uh doing a second show over there at one describable podcast we're doing up here the new show that just released on hulu uh the may women show uh it's a musical tv show so right up our alley so go check that out um, that's one CHG podcast on Twitter. Uh, I'm also talking about how I met your father with the amazing Sarah Ferguson also on post show recaps. We are into uh, the season two coverage. There's going to be kind of the mid season two finale that we're going to talk about uh, this upcoming week. So go check that out. And then who a talk to podcast, Kevin Madeo and Melissa Woodward. We uh, took this week off a little bit of a yachtist, but we will be back uh, uh, very, very soon uh, in the main feed over there talking about Dr. Who. Uh, and then of course, right back here where uh, next week. We'll see how many side quests I do. We'll see how many missions I do. We'll see. I don't think it's going to be a lot, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a lot either. Uh, I'll be very curious. Um, I, I, I'm I, deep in it. I've completed something like 45% of the missions, I think. Uh, that is so, like, that makes me so nervous, Then, Because, like, I know how much of it you complete. And I know how much time, like, you spend on it. And if you're only, you're not even halfway through. Yeah, I believe in total... Uh, there are 300 missions. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a no from me, Doug. Okay, yeah, I over know. under uh, 31 missions that I'll complete. D- uh, over, uh, you know, 10%. Uh, over, I think over. You think it'll be more they're than not, 10? Okay. They're not long. They're not it's long. It's not a length thing, though. It's like, how many times am I going to hit the button of like, yes, I want to start this mission? Yeah, see, that I don't know because I always hit the hit No, the see, yes. and I, like, that is, it doesn't even matter how long it actually takes in practice, but, like, the mental hurdle that I will have to jump over to be like, yeah, all right, Adam, I can, I, I'll hit this, I'll do another mission, why not? This is, see, this is what's really interesting about us talking about these games together because our play styles are so different. yeah. I there, it would just take so much for me mentally to be like, yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and do the next 280 missions. Like, of course, that'll be what happens. Oh my goodness! Uh, all right, so that's what Adam is up to. Lots of podcasting, very little side questing. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Hard Rock Hope on Twitter and at Twitch.tv/slash Hard Rock Hope on Twitch. Playing Final Fantasy Four on Fridays right after we get off of this podcast. Uh, I will, but probably wrapping up Final Fantasy Four today. I think um, I'm playing Far Cry on Mondays uh, in the Last of Us slot, trying to keep some action games going over there on the channel, um, and still finishing up Crisis Core. So if you want to jump ahead to the end of the game, that's what I am doing over there. Other than that, I am podcasting about the Apple TV Plus show Extrapolations. Uh, with the great DJ LaBelle Klein, a.k.a. Troy, talking about climate change, yelling about politics. Um, Meryl Streep voices a humpback whale. It's worth a while. It's a wild TV show. I don't know what's going on over there either. Um, But Troy and I are breaking it all down. We're laughing a lot uh, in addition to yelling about some serious topics. So worth checking out the podcast, I think, even if you don't have Apple TV um, or aren't interested in watching the show. I think it's fun to listen to me and me and Troy chat for an hour. Um, that's about it for me right now. I think um, you can once again, subscribe to the podcast at patreon.com slash, or well actually just go to post show recaps. If you want to subscribe to the final fantasy feed, 
Um, but of course, this also drops in the main post show recaps feed. And you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash post show recaps. Until then, take care, everybody. Get pumped! And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.